Hello, and welcome to the Nutrition and Life Podcast. This is where we look at various nutrition and fitness-related topics through the lens of application. We want to give you practical takeaways so that you can create your healthiest, best self backed by knowledge. Now, on to the episode with your host, Coach Lisa. Hello, and welcome back to this Monday Motivational Podcast episode. In today's episode, I want to read from a book called The Mountain is You by Brianna Wiest. This is a book about self-sabotage. We all tend to engage in self-sabotaging behavior at one point or another. And in the book, you can really learn to dissect your behavior, why it is that you're doing what you're doing, when and how and how to stop it. I'm going to start with the first page of chapter one, which is actually titled The Mountain is You. There is nothing holding you back in life more than yourself. If there is an ongoing gap between where you are and where you want to be and your efforts to close it are consistently met with your own resistance, pain and discomfort, self-sabotage is almost always at work. On the surface, self-sabotage seems masochistic. It appears to be a product of self-hatred, low confidence, or lack of willpower. In reality, self-sabotage is simply the presence of an unconscious need that is being fulfilled by the self-sabotaging behavior. To overcome this, we must go through a process of deep psychological excavation. We must pinpoint the traumatic event, release unprocessed emotions, find healthier ways to meet our needs, reinvent our self-image, and develop principles such as emotional intelligence and resilience. It is no small task, and yet it is the work that all of us must do at one point or another. We've spoken about unfulfilled needs numerous times before, particularly in relationship or in regards to weight loss and the sense of having had a super stressful day at work and then perhaps coming home and ditching all your good intentions and really overdoing it with your calories. Perhaps that was because you were missing the feeling of control when you were at work everything was just chaotic you feel like it's all slipping through your fingers and you can't do anything to change it or perhaps you got yelled at and you have a deep need for harmony and it wasn't fulfilled or perhaps you're simply feeling lonely misunderstood and having not having that need for love and connection fulfilled makes you want to go for that ice cream perhaps and often it comes back to childhood um, things or it can be an event it can also just be you copying behavior that you witness from your parents or the people around you so it's actually super super important to sometimes think back as to was there anyone in my environment that handled food the same way or stressful situations the same way or maybe there was a particular incident once once again that caused you to adapt this kind of behavior there is another passage of the book that i want to read as it pertains to comfort levels and changing or breaking out of self-sabotaging behavior almost always or basically always requires us breaking out of our comfort zones Our body, our minds want to stay at homeostasis. They want to do what's familiar, even if we logically know that the new behavior would be better for us. We have all done this before. We know that XYZ food would be better for us, but we choose the other one. Or we know it would be better not to drink, but then we have a second and the third drink. (laughs) So how do we actually 
break out of this though. So firstly, there's another the, uh, paragraph I want to read, which goes, human beings are guided by comfort. They stay close to what feels familiar and reject what doesn't, even as if it's objectively better for them. So essentially what I just said. One of the biggest reasons that people avoid doing important internal work is that they recognize if they heal themselves, their lives will change, sometimes drastically. This could be losing certain friends, partnerships, a new job, moving somewhere. If they come to terms with how unhappy they are, it means that they will have to temporarily be more uncomfortable, ashamed, or scared while they start all over. So, you know, someone might recognize I'm super unfit, super overweight, I need to do something about this. That means embracing going to the gym, being even more uncomfortable, embarrassing yourself perhaps by or feeling embarrassed by exercising and appearing unfit and so on. Let's be clear about something. To put an end to your self-sabotaging behavior absolutely means that change is on the horizon. Your new life is going to cost you your old one. I'll read that again. Your new life is going to cost you your old one. It's going to cost you your comfort zone and your sense of direction. It's going to cost you relationships and friends. It's going to cost you being liked and understood. It doesn't matter. The people who are meant for you are going to meet you on the other side. You're going to build a new comfort zone around the things that actually move you forward. Instead of being liked, you're going to be loved. Instead of being understood, you're going to be seen. All you're going to lose is what was built for you for a person you no longer are. Remaining attached to your old life is the first and final act of self-sabotage and releasing it is what we must prepare for to truly be willing to seal real change. And I will leave you at that. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a great week. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, or share the episode on social. Very much appreciated. You can also follow us on Instagram at Nutrition Coaching and Life or head to our website, www.nutritioncoachingandlife.com, where we provide more valuable content. Have a wonderful day. Now go out and work on your best self.